Saturday evening, 10.40 p.m. in the East. Streaming live on Pride48.com. It's Mix Minus, boys and girls. Hello, I'm Daniel Brewer. Joined from the Mix Minus state of Arkansas. I don't know. I've, I've talked myself into a circle here, but I'm joined by Adam Burns. Hello, Adam. Uh, two things. I thought you were going to like write yourself a script. I'm doing and, excellent. Thank you for asking. Um, and number two, uh, I recorded a podcast yesterday and forgot to put it out. I noticed. I was going to ask you about that tonight. But, uh, <laughs> so anyway, I guess what we're establishing is, is that we're just two old gay men that uh, like to yeah. yell at kids on our lawn. That's that's basically the premise of the entire show. So welcome. Welcome to the... Unless you're a kid, get off our podcast, you damn kids. Now, do you remember when we first started dubious intent back when we were kids yeah and uh and i believe our i don't know if it was our and i could look i mean we do have the internet there i could google i mean i could go to the dubious intent page right now but i'm not Mm -hmm. not gonna do it not gonna do it but we had we had an episode and i believe it was episode one and i think it was called plussed by an old muppet or something like that yes and the picture I used was Statler and Waldorf, I think. And now you and I have basically become the gay Statler and Waldorf. So, you know, maybe we were a little bit younger when we started Dubious Intent and you couldn't said that. But now I've got the dad bod and you've got the gray beard. So, I mean, you know, we're there. <laughs> we're there. We're there. We're there. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, my co-host from my other podcast, That Darn Elvis at ThatDarnElvis.com, is in the chat room and uh, says, oh, so you have two like that, Daniel. Oh, yeah. yeah Scott's so. old as well. So No, I'm saying because he was all just, basically he's ragging on me for not having a prepared <laughs> intro for uh, the other show either. Yeah, that's what it is. I don't. T- you know what? It's further down on, on the Trello here, so I don't want to talk about it right now. I, I'll just, as a little teaser to what I'm going to I've been listening to a lot of podcasts lately, and I've noticed a lot of things about other podcasts, so... I have some observations to make about podcasts that I've been. Well, we all to. love your podcast observations, so it's, it's it's everyone's favorite part of the show. That's what what it is. But you know what, Adam? Uh, one of the things I have been listening to on some of these podcasts is people, these very very responsible podcast hosts that are reminding yeah. their audience of how freaking important it is to no matter what you're doing. In November, no matter how you lean politically, you need to get your butt up and go and vote, whether that be mail-in voting, which some of those deadlines are coming up really fast in in some of the states. So you need to, if you're not uh, registered for mail-in voting and you want to do that, or if you haven't requested your mail-in ballot, do that now. Go uh, find, you can go to vote.org. It'll have all the information for you there. Go. It is incredibly important that you vote this election. That, I'm going to wear a mask that says Joe Biden on it or something, and mm-hmm. I'm going to wait in line and I'm going to vote. And if you choose to do that, make sure that you have in your pocket, on your phone, on your speed dial somewhere, the uh, the uh, NAACP, not the NAACP, who's the the uh, the civil rights group that handles the voting uh, the, the something? Somebody in the chat room will tell me. But uh, make sure that you have those numbers handy because people will tell you that, oh, you can't, you can't... Uh, um, What's the word I'm looking? You can't campaign within 100 feet of a voting location. And it has long been established. It has long been established that wearing apparel that has a candidate's name on is not campaigning. You're not. Oh, I didn't even think about that. But what I'm saying, you are allowed because I you remember, Adam, I trained to be a poll worker during this last uh, election round over here. And that was one of the tests that we were given there. And it's like, yes, wearing a T-shirt that is in support of a candidate is perfectly legal to wear to a that is not considered campaigning. You are allowed to wear apparel on your a button 
or a t-shirt or, you know, a mask or whatever you want through that has a campaign. You can wear that as long as you're not actively talking to people around you and trying to convince them to vote for your candidate. You know, I didn't even think about that. Maybe I won't wear it. Biden. <laughs> just just to avoid any confrontation, because right. we all know that I just love confrontation. So, and, uh, right. But before I forget know. the point, I feel like we need to say this on every single show from now until November 3rd. And maybe after we record tonight, maybe we should record like a promo or something that so that way in case we forget to say it one week, we can drop it in or whatever. We can do that. I'm going to talk to uh, my uh, my co-host Scott over on that darn Elvis and see if we can do that. I just think that, you know, this I is this is one little thing that we can do to try to make a difference is to spread this message loud and clear to people to make sure that you go out and vote this November. In whatever way you're going to legally be able to vote, make sure that you do that this cycle. Go ahead, Adam. I'm sorry. Yes. And I, we don't have this on the board, so I, I won't belabor this, but I, but I have been uh, just irritated the past couple of weeks that, you know, the CDC came out and said that, you know, you don't really need to be tested if you don't have, uh, if you don't have symptoms, which to me seems like kind of a political ploy to get the numbers down so that Trump could go back and say, oh, look, the numbers are going down. Vote for me. You know, and that may be way conspiracy theoretical of me to it, think that way. It would be in a normal election cycle. But then this is the same CDC that is also now telling states to, oh, oh, there's going to be a vaccine. Prepare. There's going to be a vaccine before the election day. Before all November hail, or by November. <laughs> all hail. Tr- oh, we won't tell you who they are. We're not going to tell you who who actually has the vaccines. We're not going to give you actually any details of it. Just just prepare for it because absolutely it's coming. Uh, you know, before that November election, because Trump solved everything. So, but yeah, it's like this grifter, Donald Trump, has politicized every agency in the government that traditionally has been non-political, right? The CDC has never been a political organization. It, it is one of those, you know, non-partisan uh, organizations that has nothing to do with anything other than public health. And you know, that's welcome to 2020 America, right? Where it's like the, the grifter in the White House has basically turned every government agency into some kind of, you know, arm of his his campaign. Yeah. And it, it's, it's, it's disgusting. And it's, I just watch in horror as these things happen and no one no one's ever held accountable for these things i, I don't i it's just it's maddening and it, it, it's sickening and it's, it's why it is so important we have to go out and vote it has to be an overwhelming uh message being sent right it's like they could they could maybe make some muddy water if the election is close or whatever but if it's not even close if everyone goes out and votes if everyone goes out and votes then it's not going to be close it's not going to be close so and that's what we need we need a definite we need one of those uh i don't know if you re- you're probably too young to remember this but we we need one of those walter mondale slash ronald reagan elections where it's just like like it was like uh walter mondale just basically like uh, went away was it mondale that like lost so badly to reagan i, I think it was yeah i don't know i know that reagan won or was it dukakis I mean, I'm pretty sure Reagan won handily in both elections. He, he well, he won. In, he won well. He won fine in his first election, but then he he like he just trounced the guy in his in his reelection. Yeah. But yeah, it was he was one of those. We absolutely we need one of those thrumpings. We need a a, a big nasty sexy thrumping. <laughs> nasty sexy. I don't know what I'm trying to say. A nasty sexy I, thrumping. Nasty threats. Nasty a nasty thirsty thrumping. Anyway, so there you go. I think we should do that. Absolutely. I will now shut up now. So now, please, uh, 
I know what you're about to say because you said I listened to your Friday Geeky Gay, which by the way just dropped about an hour ago as I was yeah. sitting here doing my show prep. And uh, we get because you wanted to make sure you heard every topic I talked about last week, so you know if I'm replicating anything. <laughs> just, I just that, see it here on the trailer. So go ahead, that, go ahead, Adam. Talk about the difference uh, between. No, not the different. I mean, I just wanted to bring it up because I am I am really disappointed. I'm really disappointed because I I really so originally I wanted a hot tub. We all know this. I've wanted a look when I go to hotels, when I go to Pride 48 in Vegas, when I go to Pride 48 in New Orleans, when I go anywhere that has a hot tub, sauna, steam room, any of those things. I'm the first one in. I mean, let me jump in. And I'm like, you know what? I'm a 42-year-old man. I want one of those myself. When I was 35, I'm like, you know what? I'm a 35-year-old adult. I want one of those. Well, um, you know, I've been renting. When, when, when Maddie and I owned our home, I didn't have a lot of money and, um, I was supporting both of us and, you know, and, (laughs) and putting, having a lot of credit card debt build up that I had to pay off. And, and, you know, I didn't have money to buy a hot tub. Then when I moved to Arkansas and I got a good job and I was more responsible, I paid off all my debt. Wait, I'm going to stop you. Yeah. Stop you. You're justifying buying something for your house. You're justifying buying a pool or something. And you don't need to. No. Who is, who is, I'm curious. I'm very curious, Adam. You know, I don't like to talk about it, but I do have a degree in psychology. I'm curious as in your inner monologue, in your inner brain monologue there, who are you arguing with? Who is it inside your head that is saying, no, Adam Burns, you don't deserve a hot tub. You, you don't deserve to have a pool or a hot tub. No, it's not that my buildup is for a reason because uh, I want to let everyone know how how long I've waited for this thing that I you have I you know as long as I've known you you have wanted a hot tub and I just find it so sad Adam that you know you cannot have it immediately right now (laughs) God God forbid you wait one more year it's just like uh, that's that's unacceptable unacceptable you're stepping on my my punchline here Daniel so then you know, and so then when I moved to Arkansas, Mark and I have been renting, you know, for the past eight years. So we we buy a house and I was flirting around with doing an in-ground pool because to be honest, I think that for aesthetics, if we're ever going to have a pool, which I think at some point in my life, I will want a pool as well. It would be nice to have those done both in the ground. Although the woman at the hot tub place did make a good point. It gets cold here. And if you attach your hot tub to your pool, then you can't use your hot tub in the winter. Basically, is why? Because you you shut the pool down in the winter because it gets cold and you have to like close everything up, turn the filters off, turn the and if you have them connected, it's on one system. It's like on one big filtration system. So you when you close your pool, your hot tub would get closed as well. Anyway, regardless. So I go to the and I know I talked about this on Geeky Gay, but I'm anyway. I go and bottom line is which you already spoiled the point. Pools are like. Not they're like a dream because a pool they couldn't even get in to do an estimate and a design until November, like mid November, and then they're at least a year out on starting the build. I don't feel impatient. I don't don't feel like I spoiled that. I feel like you said that on your show. I am impatient, and and then I'm like, okay, I'll get a hot tub to wait on those too. (laughs) And I and you know and and then they're like uh, they're like um. She's like, well, we do. You can't order a custom one because we're like 30 weeks delayed 
on custom ones. And then she's like, we do have orders that we do throughout the year and we have trucks that come in every month. But you have to pick whatever colors and model and whatever that are coming in. So it's not like a car dealership. Yeah. We can yeah, sell you one know. that we have on the lot right now. Yeah, we could get one from this other dealership, but we can cut you a deal if you'll take that lime green car right over there. Do you think you'll ever get a hot tub or a pool? No. You, but then, you but that's like? Yeah, I'm just not a big fan of it. Like, would I ever buy a house on a lake? And have a boat and go swimming in a lake? Yes, absolutely. That That's the, my dream. My dream would be to be on a lake Ugh. that I could like take my boat out on in the evenings and I could uh, go swimming in the lake. I would I not to. swim in a lake because, okay. Well, oh I my God, a, fish poop in that. Well, I have no, a problem. No, no, no. I have, lake. So I don't really like swimming in the ocean and I would not swim or at least I would be very scared to swim in a pond or a lake. And the reason is because ponds and lakes, you cannot see the bottom. It's just murky. It's just like this brown, murky, and you don't know what's down there. You must have there some could really be, bad look, lakes where you're at. There could be a hippopotamus down there that's going to like bite me in half. <laughs> a hippopotamus in Arkansas. Or an alligator. We have alligators. There could be a snake. Yes. We have lots of snakes in Arkansas. We have copperheads. You do, you do know that, that snakes, are very bre- snakes breathe air, right? They don't lay on the bottom of the lake, right? It's like there are water are, snakes. Yeah, but they don't breathe water. They water still moccasins. breathe air. I know. Oh, they perfect. breathe then, air. I, I understand that. I'm just but, saying they're not hiding in the bottom of the lake waiting for you to step on them or something. You would you would see them. Uh, a catfish could suck my toe. <laughs> You know, I don't know. Have you ever seen a Have you ever seen a gar, Daniel? A gar. Do you I know have. what a gar is? They have is? teeth. Yes, they have teeth. I know. They could bite my leg oh off. Oh my god! If there's a big gar, look. I don't. Anyway, I don't want to get in a river or a lake. Well, now I'll get in a river if it's like the Buffalo River where you can see it. It's one that you go canoeing on and stuff, and mm-hmm. you can see the bottom, mm-hmm. so you know what's going on. It's clear. Crystal clear. Yeah, like I, you just, I don't understand. I grew up swimming in lakes. It's just like, no. uh, that's just what you do in Florida. You swim in um, lakes. And it's like, it, 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 I, no one has ever befallen any of the things that you're scared of. of be- I've not I tell known you? anyone to have ever done that. Didn't I tell you that we had a river in my in my home city that that you know went ran past my home city that people would go to and it had these things that they call sinkholes and they literally will suck you in and that's it you're dead I mean you can't get out it, like if you if you swim to the wrong place in this river it would literally suck you up and then spit you out somewhere else but you're already dead cuz I mean you go through these tunnels and like whatever and they're called sinkholes crazy no, I'm not. Look, I'll, ocean, I can kind of see all right. a little bit, although it scares me because there right. really are sharks in the ocean and people die. All right, all right. Bottom so, line all is, right, so you're going to have to wait a year to get your, your hot tub. I don't know. And now I don't even know what I'm going to do because I, I just went to one company. So now, And I'm in one of those situations where they're like, well, you know, they're going really quick. So if you want one of these that's coming in, you know, October, November, December, mm-hmm. you better, because I could get one as early as October if I go with the now, one. Now, are you talking about a custom build one or are you talking about just going and buying the, you know, the six person? Uh, yeah, like a six person. like built. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. what she was telling me, what she kind of convinced me of is if you buy, because one of my problem with the freestanding ones is because I think they're ugly yes. and I think they're, and so, and I was like, you know, if we put an in the ground pool in at some point. I don't want to have some ugly, nasty hot tubs beside it. You but know? I've seen people, I mean, all right, so they are an above ground thing. But I've also seen people that have done 
uh, like, will they kind of half submerge them? So it's like they'll take a pre-built one, but then they'll dig out a trench big enough to like they could put it down half, and then build a small deck, and then completely enclose it in a, in yeah. a walking deck, so it doesn't look. You, know, you don't notice that it's a, you know one of those hot tubs, right? It, she also kind of, said there have been people that have put like stone yeah. enclosures yeah. around them that match the stone. But here's, here, here would be my one suggestion for you. Yeah. In my humble opinion, I am H O in internet parlance, uh, hot tubs fall into the same categories as treadmills and exercise bikes and, you know, bow flexes and things like that. People that have bought jacuzzis that are now trying to sell them because they've never used them. And it's like, uh, you can buy it at a fraction of the price. So if you've, and I, I'm just saying this because if you could get a big oh, jacuzzi. expensive. Okay, but if you could get a big jacuzzi for a couple of thousand dollars, that would tide you over until you could have a custom one built Right. That's true. You could get one and have it immediately because you could buy a used one, have it immediately. As long as you know in your head, this isn't a permanent thing. This is just a, a stopgap because we have the new house and while we wait for other things to happen. And yeah. I think that's probably what you should do there, Adam. Well, we still, I mean, and the other thing is I don't have any place to put it because I need to increase the size of my patio. But because I can't find a landscaper to design the thing and like someone to put it in, then that's another problem. But anyway, I don't know. You know, first world problems, Daniel. <laughs> it is. The other, the other thing I could do is I could just enclose my porn shower and buy a steam shower and have a plumber come install that and we could have a sauna i could also buy a new bathtub that has jets and that could hold me over until you know we do whatever else we're gonna do so i'm gonna make a reference here to the chat room rt cruiser in the chat room says he used to swim in a river with giant eels that would come and have a nibble adam no we do this no uh, no, i wasn't gonna say adam we do this show saturday nights here on pride48.com live streaming and we have an amazing chat room uh i know you are going to tell me the same thing you tell me every week that you can't tell me exactly who's here but who's uh (laughs) playing with this tonight in the chat room adam uh, Lamont, Cyclone, RT Cruiser, Marina Gay, uh, Egg Gong, Cyclone. Did I say that already? I, I believe he's our executive producer. Um, Cyclone. By the way, Cyclone pointed out to me that it's the ACLU that you need to have the number for when you're voting. Uh, let me skip back up here. Uh, yeah, you need to have Kathy Marshall, uh, Tivira Charles. Dukakis. Sorry, I'm burping. Yeah, Dukakis was the one that was a major loss. Uh, also from also from our executive producer. If I read the chat room more religiously as I was talking, I would be get corrected in real time. But uh, Marina Gay <laughs> wants to know why we have the constant porn. Marina Gay, it's not a mix minus thing. It no, is it's a, a, it's a thing. certain listeners enjoy posting porn in the chat room I during don't, any I, podcast. I like looking at the porn. I'm No, it's fine. I don't want to I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. But no, there's ways I mean, you can just mute you can just mute uh, uh, those accounts if you don't want to see it. There's also a place that you can do in Discord where you can just have it not automatically display a link that someone has posted and that way true. you can still see if they if they say something other than porn, but if you really wanted to see the picture you'd have to click on it to see it. So Gary's here as well and I'm not discouraging porn. I'm just explaining it. Yeah, okay, great. That's all. Uh, yes, Auntie Vera was here but left to go watch Lucy. Oh, okay. Because he loves Lucy and she loves him. Do, 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 oh, because do, do, do. Lucy is such a time-sensitive thing yeah, that, you know, you can't really, I mean, you know, they put out new episodes every you know, every couple of days and you don't want to miss those because. All right, Adam. So I want to talk briefly about this. It's not on the board, but I'm going to talk about it briefly anyway, because you were asking me if I was going to talk about it. I am in fact uh, recording tonight on my new little toy, which I talked about on the last show that I was going to get. 
it actually has come in. I have the Rodecaster Pro uh, mixer slash, I don't want to call it a mixer. I think calling it a mixer is a disservice because it's not a just a mixer. It's, it's a mixer slash compressor slash vocal enhancer slash digital recorder slash headphone amp slash MIDI pad. Um, it will slice. It will dice. You know what, Adam? It I mean, will I, fillet. I, I, the reason I don't want to talk too much about this is because I'm going to do a video for it for our for our YouTube channel. But yeah. I will tell you this. We've been podcasting back since 2007. And I can't count the number of times that people have been like, oh, here's the starter podcast kit. Or here's the, you know, this is a the best thing to buy for podcasting. This is the best thing. And it doesn't matter what the thing was. It was always the same crap, right? It was always just, here's a little mixer with a couple of microphones and it never addressed the problem that I feel, and this I don't have data to back this up, but I feel like most people that want to do podcast are want to do it like us. They they they're not in the same place as their co-host. They don't live in the same house as their co-host. So it's like that is a big barrier to some people wanting to do a podcast is, oh, I have to wait for him to come to my house to record or we have to do some some weird technical thing with Mix Minus stuff that's complicated and, and difficult to use. This mixer solves all of those problems. There How are three. What? But the name of our show is Mix Minus. Right. And this, this mixer Mm-hmm. solves that it solves that in to, to such an amazing degree uh also it, it's not just a digital recorder it's a multi-track digital recorder so it, it records everything's down but it's like there are three the three channels that are not microphones on this mixer are all already mixed minus for you so it's like you're coming in on this channel here and the audio is going back out on that same channel uh it's already mixed minus, so I don't have to do anything, any kind of weird, complicated. The only thing running to my computer is a single USB connector, and that gives me both your audio and sends audio back to you. And it's, it's beautiful. It is great. Uh, I have uh, the computer sound is actually coming in through the mixer on a Bluetooth channel, which is also mixed minus. And then there's a third channel that I could plug my computer directly into, but I happen to have my phone plugged into that one for other reasons. But all of those things are already mixed. It's an amazing thing. It is not cheap, $600, but of all the crap that I've had over the years, all the, the things that I've looked at and all the things that I've tried and had, to, and they've they've worked to an extent and I've kludged them here and there, um, this is by far and away the, the best piece of equipment that I've ever run across for podcasting. This is an amazing thing for podcasters. And uh, I, they're not a sponsor. We don't make any money off of that. I'm just saying I really love this mixer and it really does. It, it will solve a lot of problems for first time podcasters. But now, if you're going to buy one, click on the affiliate link. <laughs> we don't kidding. even have an affiliate link. <laughs> uh, Amazon is not a road dealer, so you can't buy it from Amazon. You have to buy it from, from different companies. So there's no affiliate links here, but, uh, an amazing mixer. I will make a video about it because it, just to kind of show off some of the things on it, but I is so happy with it. I have two complaints about it. I, just so that this isn't totally like, you know, oh my God, it does everything possible, you know, that I, you could possibly imagine. All right. There are two complaints that I have with it. Number one uh, complaint is the headphone amps sound weird compared to the end recording. Yeah. It's like I sound different on the end recording than I do when I'm talking live into the headphones. I don't know if that is, it's just a cheap headphone amp or if I just have a bad unit and I don't have anyone I mean like the only other person I know that has this board is Archer and I you don't, don't trust his ears I don't trust Archer's ears <laughs> oh but he says he agrees with me about the headroom headphone sound in the chat room so maybe it's just a, a byproduct of it. it it's not horrible like I, I'm used to it, it it's fine it, it you know as long as the recording is fine I'm, I'm good with it um 
that is one minor complaint that I have. With when it. you listen back to the recording, does it sound good? Like yeah. from the mixer, I mean. Yeah. When I, if I were to stop and play it back on my mixer, it sounds great. You sound great. It's like everything. I just sound weird on my headphones. I don't know what. So that's it is. weird because you're saying that's a, a bad headphone amp. But well, keep in mind it that there's be also, a bad headphone amp. Well, no, it's just the way they've wired the headphone amp because the headphone amp. You gotta remember, there's also processing happening to my voice, and it may be that the way the processor ties into the headphone amp, it just. Right. Anyway, for whatever reason, it's a minor thing. The other thing that I dislike about this mixer um, is the USB connection to your computer is a USB 1.0 connection. And when you're doing a 40 minute to an hour and a half podcast, you're talking about having to transfer about 10 gigs worth of data uh, for a multi-track recording to your computer. And that is right. something it'll just sit there and take 15 or 20 minutes to record. Um, the simple solution for that is like I have a USB 3.0 card reader i just pop the i just pop the card in the back and put it into the reader and copy it that way and then pop the card back in and that that solves that because it'll go you know five gigs a second on the usb 3.0 reader so that's those are the only two complaints that one i can live with and the other i found a workaround for but other than that i mean this is an amazing little piece i love it and i don't want to talk about it anymore because it's it'll just take up the entire show I'm gushing. Uh, one other question. Sure. You like to normally do all of your own EQ. Like you need, you like to EQ your voice and my voice. And like, if we have guests yes. and like get it just exactly. But I think the road, even though it will let you do some of that, it has a lot of predefined stuff where you just say, I have a medium voice. Blah blah blah. Yeah, so are does. you using their predefined stuff, or no, are you? No, I have manually? all the only effects I have on my channel is I have the noise gate turned on, and I have the deesser, which is basically a low filter uh, or a low pass filter. On did the, you do an equalizer on your voice though on your no. channel? No. no. Okay. No, there's no EQ on my. I'm not using the big bottom or the oral exciter or whatever they call it there. I'm not using any of their vocal processing stuff. Um, you know, funny oral exciter was my uh, uh, stripper, stripper name. name. Uh, I don't, 90s. I don't have a rim shot, but or else I'd play it for you. Um, yeah. So let, let's move along here. Let's, let's just move along. I want to talk about this. This is an idea that, that struck me the other day and it's going to take me a second to set this up. You and I, uh, started doing our podcast a while back together. We started podcasting back in 2009 ish. No, Something 2010 like or somewhere in there. Somewhere, um, yeah. but independently we've both been podcasting since 2007 and, you know, I don't think either of us see this as, oh, I want to make money on this and I want to quit my job. Like, I don't think either of us see podcasting. We do podcasting because we enjoy doing well, podcasting. I will say this. No, I don't see it as something that I'm ever going to make a living on. And But if, if somebody called me up tomorrow and said, hey, I have a podcasting gig that will pay you what you're making, you know, at your current job, I would rather podcast for a living yeah, yeah, than yeah. what, what I'm, I'm saying doing. Is it's, it, was, but, it was never the, the end. It was like, we're not doing a commercial type podcast right. that would be advertiser friendly or whatever. We talk about our lives. We talk about tech stuff. We talk about whatever we, you know, whatever. We have an ad on our on our channel which is basically just a silly little anchor ad and you know we've made all of what seven bucks off of that over the past, yeah, something like past that. month or so so it's like not nothing nothing to pay the bills here. it's not certainly not going to pay for the 600 didn't buy that mixer yeah, didn't buy the mixer <laughs> and i'm fine with that i'm fine with not making a whole lot of money and um but one of the things i've been doing lately is a lot of my shows that i've been listening to are taking the holiday off and so i asked on Twitter the other day for people to send me some podcast suggestions, some podcasts for me to listen to. I kind of wanted to expand out 
you know, my universe of podcasts that I listen to. And you very well know, I listen to a lot of podcasts. So some of the ones that I've been listening to this last week have been really good. Um, there's several of them uh, that I've actually gone ahead and subscribed to. Uh, let me see if I want to give a call out to anybody here. Um, have you talked to any? Because we had a few new podcasts sign up or add I, their yeah, show so on I talked, Pride 48. Yeah, I talked last week about She's Not Doing So Well. But I mean, if you talk to those people, yeah, is what I'm saying. I follow, okay. Yeah, okay. I'm, a, I'm a patron of one of theirs. Uh, so yeah, I've talked to them and told them that they asked how to join Pride 48. And I was like, just, just do it. Just go oh, sign they up joined. Yeah, then. Great. Yeah. Um, so some of the ones that, let's see, that I want to call out here. There's one called Views from the 615. Uh, if you have not heard this podcast, I think you should. It's two guys, uh, two uh, guys from Nashville to... Um, uh, that talk about people of color issues and uh, whatnot. They're really good. Uh, Tanner and TJ, uh, go check them out. Views from the 615. I really enjoyed that. Like I said last week, I really like the uh, She's Not Doing So Well podcast. Um, and then there's a couple of other ones that I've listened to. There's been some that people have suggested to me that have just been god awful. It's like so you people have really bad taste. Can, can I, I want to say something and try not to offend all the gay podcasts. Yes. At podcasters out there. I don't really enjoy, I don't know how to phrase this. Um, I don't necessarily enjoy podcasts that are about, are heavily, the topic is heavily gay topics. Um, you know, about like how many bathhouses I went to last night or, you know, whatever. Not that that's a gay thing. I mean, straight people, I suppose, could go to a bathhouse. But yes. I'm just saying, like, uh, I, I don't know. I don't have a better example than that. But I'm just so saying, you're basically like, saying you don't like the big gay sex show. And uh, <laughs> so there you go. Matt don't, and Ouija. Don't call out. Don't call uh, out. Podcast. Don't like you. Yeah, which is bad because, you know, they talked about this I, on their latest episode. I actually have a clip that we'll be talking about later from that show. Uh, um, but yeah, no. I, I, so but I don't, a lot of I don't, times I'm yes. hesitant. You know, I want to support LGBT podcasts, but sometimes I'm hesitant. You know, because some of the content of of those types of shows, I, I don't find as uh, interesting. My, my, and I said, like, my main interests are technology, politics, and you know, LGBT issues. Those are kind of my main interest. And the views from six one five kind of scratches that political itch to a little extent. Um, I don't know if they're gay. I, I think they're gay. But I don't know if they're gay. Uh, I haven't gone all the way back to their beginning uh, podcast to, to hear it or whatever. They're both, you know, super great guys. Um, the But that kind of scratches that itch. The other show that I've been listening to, that I listened to one of, was uh, called Gays Do the D, which is a Disney podcast. That was suggested by, I think, Sater suggested that one to me. Um, yeah. And then there's one that I was kind of excited about, but then it ended up kind of being a dud. And uh, it was called I Secretly Recorded My Boyfriend, which. Well, don't don't call it out. Like, are you saying nobody oh, no, no, listens this to is this huge. one? No, this is no, this is not even a gay podcast. This is a huge. This is a BBC podcast. It's, it's huge. OK, I, whatever. Fuck. Fuck the BBC. Um, th they have the worst fucking podcast. God, their podcasts suck. Anyway, um, th so the BBC, this show is, is called I Secretly Recorded My Boyfriend. And it's it's about. This woman who's been recording her boy conversations with her boy boyfriend secretly over the past year, and then she brings those recordings in and talks to her two comedian friends and plays clips from what she recorded, and they all make fun of him. Um, that seems like uh, unethical. But it's to do. yeah, but it's it's never bad, right? It's all just like, oh, isn't he so cute that he does this, and it's so weird that he says this, and you know, blah blah blah, and it's like, so it's not like a vindictive kind of a thing. 
Um, but it doesn't matter. It's over now because the very last episode that I just listened to was her. They ended up breaking up on recording. No, it was her <laughs> letting him know that she had been doing this for a year. And it's like, so it's oh. kind of like the gig is up now. Right. It's like, so, uh, whatever. It's like, but it, I wanted it. It sounded like a really cute premise and whatnot, but it's because they were British and they were heterosexual and they were just BBC. And he's just like, Oh, it's just, Oh, 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 there's another BBC show called a gay and a non-gay, which is, Oh, Oh, but the worst. Oh, you know, that one. Now I, I don't listen. I've never listened to that one, but they are so active on Twitter. Yeah. Like I see because they're paid Twitter to do all it. the time. They're paid to. All right. So anyway, so I'm listening to all these podcasts. And one thing that I'm noticing on these, po- I swear to God, there is a point to this, Adam. Uh, one of these things that I'm noticing on these podcasts is all of them hit you up for Patreon stuff within the first, you know, couple of minutes. Right. They all right. want you to go to their Patreon account. And, oh, you know, by the way, everyone, patreon.com slash mix minus podcast. And so. No, I'm just kidding. I'm thinking and I'm it's annoying. Right. Because it's like, all right, I use Patreon. I spend right around twenty dollars a month spread across, you know, a whole bunch of different things that I support. Um, we're we're going to uh, our, our producer is going to get agitated in a moment. Why? We've said the word Patreon. Yes. <laughs> our producer doesn't like patreon okay anyway keep going so i'm annoyed with these you know constant pleas for you know and it's also just so weird because you go to these and it's like just the numbers that people want you to pay for their podcast are unrealistic right it's like you want me to pay seven dollars a month for your podcast it's like i only pay i pay seventy dollars a month for for disney plus it's just like are you telling me your podcast is equivalent to disney plus it's just like you know, yes, I understand absolutely three bucks a month or a couple of bucks a month and what yeah, I, I understand all that and I'm fine with that. But it's like some of these places they're just they're just creeping up and getting more and more. Uh and it's what is it? Anyway, the long story short, I know too late. I don't think that's really what we want to do. I don't think that you and I uh are really Patreon people. I just don't think that that I don't see that as being a thing. But at the same time, I definitely want At the same time you just bought a new mixer. No. At the same time, I definitely <laughs> do want the audience support. I, I you know, I it's like that is we've had it for, you know, back during dubious intent. We have active participation from our audience. And it's like it's one of those things that it's very difficult to promote your podcast out there. So I I, I feel like what we would like is to have bigger, you know, a bigger audience and reach more people in lieu of having more money or having money. Right. So it's like I, I kind of feel, I, I don't know if I'm speaking for you or not, but I, I feel like having more people and bringing more people into Pride 48 and bringing more and bringing and building the community bigger it helps everyone. And I feel like that's more of what I'm interested in doing. Oh, I'd love to have a larger audience. Okay. So here's my idea, Adam. Here's my idea. Okay. I, We're gonna do a web ring, no. everyone. And <laughs> I want to start offering uh, basically extra stuff. Ordinarily, you would say, "Oh, that's a Patreon extra, like extra little ec- episodes, posting some pictures from around our life, doing other kind of things like that." Basically, just more access to us and like littler things that are like just exclusive to a subscription service. Okay, but here's the here's the here's where I flip it around, Adam. I don't want any money for those subscriptions. What I want is uh, we, if you subscribe to our podcast, if you subscribe to our Founders Club or Extra Club, whatever we want to call it, whatever goofy name we want to call it, right? If you subscribe to that, the thing that we're asking from you is that you need to retweet our social media stuff. You need to like 
promote our podcast in some way during that month, you need to have supported our podcast. And How do we know that though? I'll check. I'll go and check their, they're going to tell me that they do it on Twitter. Our millions of listeners. We don't have millions of listeners. That's the whole point, Adam. (laughs) It's like, I would like to have a subscription thing where we give something back, but what we're asking for is not money. What we're asking for is their help in spreading the, 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 the word of both pride 48 and our podcast. Right. So it's like, that is what I want. And I don't feel like it has to just be us. Like I could also get that darn Elvis in on that. So it it could be more than one podcast in this conglomerate thing that the whole point is, is to maximize our, amplify our signal to kind of like cut, cut above maybe the noise somehow. Right. So that's, that's what I'm interested in doing. Now, the bad news is Adam is going to cost us money, but the good news is there's absolutely, I found a way that we could do it. Oh, it's going to cost you and I money. Yes, it is. So we went from, you know, making a little bit of money for some coffee on Patreon to it's now going to cost us more money. Yes. How um much? say what? How much? Like two hundred a year. Yeah, you know, I'm saving up for that hot tub. Yeah, okay. Now. You can afford you can afford half of hundred and ninety dollars, Adam. You can afford Can 80 I can bucks. I tell you something? What? I still have forgotten to cancel my second uh, my <laughs> auto insurance policy. Jesus. And I've paid more than two hundred to Geico since. Well, we- like I said, Adam, it's it's four hundred a year, so your half is two hundred, and uh, you know. Uh, oh, it's four hundred a year! Right. Wow. Yeah. Well, okay. now that I know that you've been paying cool. that, and you don't pay attention to the numbers, yeah, that's what it is. Can we Adam use it for more than one podcast? Yes, actually, yes. But um, here's the thing: is I I li- I like this idea. The more I've been thinking about it, the more I like it. What is your What are your thoughts on it? More importantly, chat well, room. If you the- have some idea, you know, if you think that that's good or bad, let me know. I mean, I want, I'll accept presents from listeners. All right, now, I, I don't, don't think, so that's the other thing. Or we, we could can, do the, give me a cup of coffee. Yeah, we can do that. I mean, if you don't want to spread on, so if you want to kick us five bucks to, for, you know, because you you really enjoyed something, I don't, or, I'm not discouraging that. I'll, I'll mail you my underwear for five bucks. I'm just saying no, I'm just that I, I don't want to go the Patreon route because nobody, it's, nobody it's, wants that. It's 20%. It's just like take <laughs> Patreon takes 10%. The credit card company takes 10%. And yeah, it's like, so for those dollar subscriptions that you have, plus the $25 credit card, uh, 25 cent credit card fee. So it's like out I, of that $1 subscription on Patreon, you're only keeping about 40 cents. So it's just, like, I will say this. I've listened to a lot of podcasts in my day. And I've watched a lot of YouTube channels in my day. And I will say that I feel like if we had a way of getting out there more and getting more people to try us, try our product, that we would have a much larger audience. Okay. Well, then that's all right. So that's but no, no, no. I am. I'm in agreement with you. Okay. I'm not disagreeing with you. Because then that's where because like I made a little audiogram this week of our show, which I was like, you know, one of those you can throw it up on Twitter, on Facebook and people can just it's just a minute of our show that they can play or whatever. But it's like nobody retweeted that because who's who's there to retweet? So that's what I'm saying. I want us to have some kind of group behind us that I can be like, okay, we're posting this. Everyone go and retweet this for me or, you know, like, uh, you know, help amplify this particular thing. And it's not like we're going to do a daily thing, right? This will just be like once a week, at least once a month, you're going to do something to retweet or rebroadcast something that we did uh, to promote the show. That's it. That's That's the that's- price of admission to our fan club. You know, that's why I do like 11 different podcasts is just because I figure I'll pick up a few new listeners on each one. That's right. So, uh, yeah. So what's the, well, I guess we'll talk about this off air. Maybe you don't want to, maybe the technical details are boring. Oh, no. It, it, technically, it, it's uh, but, Castos. Uh, C-A-S-T-O-S is the name of the the hosting company that provides, they have a subscription. So it's a 
subscription, like you can set up your podcast to be a subscription. You can go in and add the emails to the people that uh, are allowed to download it or whatever, and they get their own little link. They get their, so it ha- handles all the technical things behind the scenes, right? You you just post your podcast there, and then anyone that's in your list of subscribers has their own private link that they get. So it's, it does everything that Patreon does from that angle. We don't have to manage it. All we have to do is go in there and add their email address to lists of people that are allowed. So would this be switching the entire podcast no, 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 over no. to that? Or? Nothing no. would okay. change. With the Mix Minus okay. main feed would never... It, Mix Minus main feed remains as it is. It stays where it's at. It's going... You know, It will be the weekly show that goes out on the Mix Minus feed. This would be other things other than the Mix Minus program. So it's like... I'm, I've been recording our pre-show tonight, so we can put our pre-show up on there every week. We can put our post-show up on there. We can put like little, uh, during the week, you can record a little solo bit if you want. I can record a little solo bit if I want. Um, we can throw that up there. It'll be, you know, just little things. For anyone who doesn't listen live, they don't know that we have hours of content. We start, not- yeah, we start Friday we start nights. Friday nights. <laughs> at 11. <laughs> And by the time Saturday night at 10 p.m. comes around, we're ready to right. to actually do the show. We, and, we wrap yeah. up by mass on Sunday morning. Right. And uh, yeah, right. it's amazing. It's great. Anyway, it so is. that was my idea, Adam. That's my big, uh, you know, uh, take over the world idea there is to, to start a free subscription uh, extra show. I will be curious about the tracking of the thing that people have to do. Uh, that will be what I'm interested about. So I'm, I'm assuming this cast OS or cast. I don't understand why you think this is so complicated. I don't know. Uh, I post something on Twitter. If someone retweets it, I have a notification. So it's just like, I can, I can see who retweets it. I can, it still is a manual process. And as we get more and more subscribers, yeah, but I'm, I, they only have to do it once a month. So I, I, I tweet something. I sit there and as soon as they like uh, people retweet it, I just click them off on the spreadsheet. They're done. Da, da, da. Da, that person, that person, that person, they're done. Maybe you could set up a, I probably a zap could. or a, I probably a, could. What's that other? IFTTT? Yep. If, I could, I, I'm sure I could. There, there's numerous ways that we can do this, Adam. But my point is uh, that's the price of admission. Because the thing is, it, it's going to cost uh, $190 a year, but that only gives us 100 subscribers. So we can only, if we go over 100 subscribers, then we have to go to their uh, up, you know, up sample to their next uh, plan. Great. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Have you seen the Aladdin movie? I have seen the animated Aladdin movie. I've seen the live action uh, Aladdin movie. And I've also seen uh, Aladdin at, uh, you know, in the Performing Arts Center. Like I saw the play Aladdin. So we just, I was talking about the live action one that just came out a couple yes. of years ago. Or, yes, the one where Will Smith played the genie. And yeah. uh, yes. So what did you think of that? Did you, what did you well, think? Well, we of it? just, well, it got mixed reviews when it came out. Or at least my perception was that it got mixed reviews and we didn't we didn't go see it in the theater. And I'm not a big movie watcher. I mean, I'm really a a serialized TV watcher. I like to have a big, long 20 seat, 20 episode, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, show. But um, so anyway, we today we were sitting around on the couch and we decided to watch Aladdin. And 
uh, and Mark just put it on. We were actually looking at bar stools because we're trying to select bar stools. <laughs> oh God, the and, great uh, bar school uh, debate of 2020. Oh yes. my God, it is so. We've been trying to get pick bar stools for like the whole time we've been in this new house, but you know, it's it's one of those things. Like I don't. I really want to hire a designer because I feel like we're just going to buy a bunch of furniture and then it's not really going to look good together. Anyway, that that was not the point. Anyway, we were looking at bar stools. We picked some. They're probably going to be got awful. If, there's but we any, some. if anyone knows a gay designer, if anyone <laughs> knows of a gay interior designer that uh, that you trust, whatever, send Adam his email. It's like, because I know that they'll do it over the internet. They don't need to come into your house. It's like, if you can like send them pictures, they designers. can come up. They can come up with a, with a thing. So if you, if you have a friend out there that's a gay designer, a gay interior designer, yeah. then uh, just shoot an email to Adam. Let him know. So you can, you can I even, just had, you can even use the show email. You can send it contact at mixminuspodcast.com. So now, um, so anyway, that was not so the you point saw of this. Aladdin. We saw Aladdin. I really enjoyed it, okay. and I found Aladdin to be extremely cute. He is. I will say Will Smith. Um, it took him a while. I really liked the Robin Williams genie. Like yes. I really, I really enjoyed the Robin Williams genie, and so it took a little bit for Will Smith to warm up to me or for me to warm up to Will Smith in that role because I, I, it was I, such a big role to live up to I felt yeah it was and it was you know the same thing happened in the Broadway play right it's like the the guy that played Jeannie in the Broadway play did not do it like a you know like uh Robin Williams did and so that was an initial uh complaint but, but they ended up winning the Tony for that for that role it's like it's just a different take on it Will Smith was closer to it was kind of a hybrid between the two but it was closer to the Broadway production number than it was to the original movie number yeah and he didn't i can tell that will smith doesn't really like to sing as much because he did a lot of uh, talk singing and or rapping a lot of the the songs yeah and just would sing sporadically so i could tell he's like i'm not as much of a singer you know even though i don't really consider robin williams to be a big singer no he was not uh but we enjoyed it i thought it was really good and uh, i just wanted to mention that if anyone has not seen aladdin and mark at one point asked me Oh my God, was Aladdin like your favorite movie when you were growing up or something? Because I know like all the lines, all the songs, mm -hmm. like everything. I must, Even the I must new have ones? watched it. Not the new ones, but like the the ones that were. And I don't know. I think they changed the story just a tad bit as they, well. Well, they yeah, the, they did. Because Jasmine was not going to be the the, the Sultan in in the the movie because she was a female. Yeah. So anyway, I enjoyed it. There, there wasn't much. Um, Iago didn't talk as much, obviously. No. Um, because you know we had the whole what's his what's his name? The, Abu. Well, no. Uh, oh, Gilbert Gottfried. Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah, yeah. You know. Um, he didn't talk as much, but anyway, we we really enjoyed. Well, I don't know if Mark. I didn't ask Mark, but I thought it was enjoyable. And uh, yeah, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. I uh, like I said, I've already seen it, but yeah, I listeners, agree. I agree. You should absolutely go and watch it. Excellent. It is the section of this show where we play your voicemails, read your emails, do all of those fun things. 
I don't think we got any email this time. Did we get any email? We did not. We did not get any email, but we do. We had a contest going on, which I thought was going to get more participation than it did, uh, where I played three clips and I asked people to call in and let me know who who the clip was of, what TV show was the clip of, who was in the clip, and what was what was the you know why what were they talking about? I think you might have added an additional rule just then. I think it was just what TV show and what were they talking about? Yeah, what were they talking yeah. about? Which I mean, if you know what they're talking about, you probably know who's in the clip. But yeah, you're right. You don't need to tell me. You know, everybody's name is in the clip. Just what what the TV show is and what they were talking about. Uh, and so this is we got a a voicemail here from some from an entry into this contest. But it was only for one of the clips. So let me play that clip just to refresh your memory here. This is the clip in question. Scented or non-scented? Mm, non-scented for me. Yeah. What is the very first pet you ever had in your life? Oh, it was a little Sheltie named Dusty. Dusty. Did Dusty die? And uh, here is the uh, entry for that. Hey, Daniel. Hey, Adam. This is Scott the Sater, a.k.a. Steve the Tater, host of the Sater's Fear podcast. Hi, Calling Scott. For my guess. Uh, I don't know the yes. first or the third, but the second one was from Muppets Now. It's not. It, it was. It was from Muppets Now. That's yes, good. I, I was hoping it'd be good, but I don't. It's all right. I like them. Yeah. I like Uncle Deadly. He's my favorite Muppet, but the rest, eh, I don't know. But yeah, Muppets Now. Uh, all right. Oh, bye-bye. This is a Sandra Catch later. Bye-bye. Okay. Well, yes, it was Muppets Now. He did not tell me what they were talking about, but uh, he actually made this voicemail after the show last week, and he was in yeah. the chat room, and I chatted with him, and he did explain to me what the situation was. So I do know that he knows it, so I will let him off on that one. That The, the actual situation there was that was Rizzo. I mean, that was not Rizzo. It was uh, Pepe's game show. And Pepe was uh, talking to his contestants on his game show. That was that was what was happening in that clip. So I think we should make it a little bit simpler and just say you have to know what the show it was. Okay, and that's so it. here we go. I'm going to. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to throw away the Muppets clip now. Sater has won that one, and so I'm going to keep the other two tw- the other two clips that have not yet been guessed. I'm going to play them again, and I've added a new one. So here are the three clips. I'm going to play the the repeating of the first two clips. First, so this is clip number one. Not too good, man. The chemistry, you know what I'm saying, is there or whatever. So, shoot, we was like, hey, you know, want to try? Like, like, yeah, why not? You know what I'm saying? So, we're just going to take it slow, man, and, and see how it go, man. All right, and this is clip number two. I was just wondering if you had a chance to look for the Costco letters. I was struggling with these weekend meetings that he had with Peter um, last March, uh, the 9th, 16th, and the 25th. I haven't looked yet. Anything that will show that Peter did not know going into those meetings there was something untoward will help us. Okay, that is clip number two. And here's the new clip this week, clip number three. Are you ready, Adam? Side effects? What sort of side effects? Well, according to Commission Handbook, Chapter 27, Subsection 3B, the seven stages in paradox psychosis are Stage 1, Denial. 2, Itching. Three, extreme thirst and urination. Four, excessive gas. Five, acute paranoia. Six, uncontrolled perspiration. And seven, homicidal rage. All right, if you know any of those three clips, then uh, go to voicemail.mixedminuspodcast.com, leave us a voicemail, and let us know uh, what the clip is, what show it's from, and what they were talking about. I I didn't know any of those three. (laughs) So, but... Okay, great. 
even if I watch them, I, like I don't have a good memory, so I probably like okay. wouldn't. There you go. Those are the three clips. Uh, and congratulations, Sater. And uh, those are the three clips. Of course, you can always leave us a regular uh, voicemail if you want to. You can talk to us about anything, uh, or you can send us an email contact at mixminuspodcast.com. All right, Adam. Uh, let's see. I'm going to move on to. Oh, I believe it's time. Let me warm up my pipes. News game. It's a news game. It's a news game. What questions will he ask? It is the news game, uh, the section of the show where Adam will read me selected questions from the New York Times Friday News Quiz. And I, using only my head, brain, and mouth words, will give him the answers as to uh, what they what they are. These are multiple choice. I will try to answer without using the multiple choice. But if I get stuck, I will ask Adam to give me the selections. If you'd like to play along at home, we are using the New York Times News Quiz. Just go to nytimes.com, search for News Quiz, and uh, you can play along. Adam, what is, uh, did I mention that you're only going to read five of them? You're not going to do all 11. You're just going to read five of them. Uh, Just uh, now you did. Okay, great. Adam, what is the first news story this week? All right. Uh, number one, what Kremlin-backed group, the same one that meddled in the 2016 U.S. presidential election, has started a new disinformation campaign? They, oh, they're the ones that had the Facebook thing uh, and everybody was pissed off about the last time. Uh I don't know their name, but I'll recognize it when you tell me. So what are the choices? All right. We have... Internet Water Army. No. Internet Research Agency. Yes, it's the inter- it's the Internet Research Agency, Adam. You don't want to hear any more. Nope. That is correct. That is correct. Uh, Facebook and Twitter said on Tuesday that the Russian group known as the Internet Research Agency, using a network of fake accounts and a website set up to look like a left-wing news site, is trying to push voters away from the Joe Biden, or sorry, from the Joe Biden, yeah. From Joe Biden to help President Trump win the election. So okay. there you go. Great. All right. Uh, number two, far right protest protesters tried to storm the parliament building in which country? You know, you know I don't know other countries. Um, what, 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 what are my choices? Australia, Britain, France, and Deutschland, uh, Germany. You know, I, I got that. Got that. Um, let's see. This is a total guess. Australia. I don't know. Oh, uh, the correct answer is Deutschland or for, for those uninformed, it's Germany. Um, last Saturday, hundreds of far right demonstrators protesting virus control measures broke through a police barrier and tried to force their way into the Reichstag in Berlin. Yes. Prompting shocked responses and grim comparisons to Germany's past. All right, number three. <laughs> Chat room is saying that you call it Deutschland because you know you lived in England. I don't. Know, I don't know Which if I mentioned you, that you've before. Ne- you almost hardly, hardly ever. All right, what did two commercial jet pilots report seeing in the busy airspace near Los Angeles and in Los Angeles International Airport mm-hmm. on Sunday? Uh, they saw. Uh, Air Force One getting a, a, a car. I, what are my choices? What are my choices? An attack drone, a man with a jet pack. Oh, a girl attached to a kite or a UFO. Uh, the the jet pack thing, I think. 
because I was remembering that it seemed a lot like the Arc Two, uh, that one stock footage that they have of the jetpack. I didn't realize that 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 there was pilots that had seen that. I I saw a story about a man in a jetpack. I'm going to go with man in jetpack. Yes, that is correct. Uh, Two pilots reported a novel sighting at 3,000 feet approaching LAX on Sunday, which was a man flying a jetpack. Both the FBI and the Federal Aviation Administration are investigating. Well, I'm 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 sure uh, they'll, uh, well, it's been a week now. There was a news story, Daniel, about a girl dragged into the air by a kite. Mm -hmm. That was in Taiwan at a kite festival. The three-year-old became entangled in one kite's tail and was swept above the crowd for about 30 seconds. Yeah. Now, see if they had said, if one of the choices had been a man uh, flying by hanging onto balloons, I would have uh, picked that because I believe David Blaine this week uh, floated uh, in just by hanging onto hot air balloons or to helium balloons or something. I don't know. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> you know Number that, four. That, you know, David Blaine, man. Oh, yeah, 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 he did. He crossed some desert. Yeah. I don't I don't know which one. Holding on to balloons. Um, I think this is number four. We're going to say number four. Hundreds sure. of migrants are evacuated from the Louis Michel, an overloaded pink rescue ship in the Mediterranean last weekend. Which celebrity financed the vehicle? Um, I feel like I should know this and I feel like it's a stupid answer. Um, what? Yeah. What are my choices? All right. You have Adele? No. And what she said when they all got off is, hello. <laughs> uh, Banksy. Yes. But Richard Branson. You don't ever let me get through the whole list. Yes, or no. Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian. No, it's Banksy. Because it's, it's, it's a pink boat that has like one of those Banksy drawings on it, right? Banksy. Uh, the ship was funded by artist Banksy, who has often incisively addressed mig- migrant misery in his guerrilla art. Nice. All right, number five. Uh, let's see. Which one do I want to do? Oh, I like them. Okay. Six months after ceasing to be working members of the British royal family, Prince Henry, Harry, sorry, Prince Harry and his wife Meghan signed a deal to produce multiple projects with which streaming platform? Uh, Carrying on with the fact that they are, in fact, the, uh, you know, the Obamas of England, I'm going to say it was Netflix. That is correct. The Duke and Duchess of Sussex have founded a yet-to-be-named production company and signed a multi-year deal with Netflix, which will pay them to make documentaries, docuseries, feature films, and scripted shows, and children's programs. And porn. (laughs) I don't think Netflix has porn. Well, actually, that's not true. You you made I mean, a point on this show do. of telling us that you've gone through they, and found porn on Netflix. <laughs> well, it's more, you know, it's more fun. But it's artsy with, porn. No, I mean, look, porn is more fun when you kind of happen upon it in, 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 a, in a film, you know, and you're like, oh my God, she just like his dick. You know, when it's real porn and you're expecting it, it's like you're expecting it. But when you're like, you know, you you start up a Netflix film and there's like a, a jerk off scene in the beginning where they actually show everything. You just don't, you didn't expect that. Anyway. What did you have for dinner uh, tonight, Adam? Popeyes. Oh, uh, you were going to tell me how many I got right. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Tell me how many uh, I, I got right there. One, two. I don't remember. So let me see. I got, I think I got four. Uh, right. Three. I think I got four, four out of five. Uh, Daniel, you got four out of five. That is amazing. Well, good, yay for that. And that, of course, is the uh, the news quiz uh, 
Bah. We we should have a better exit to that bit. (laughs) The reason I was asking you what you ate for dinner tonight is today is National Cheese Pizza Day. Oh. Mm -hmm. Uh, Each year, more than 2 billion pounds of pizza cheese is produced in the U.S. alone. That's a lot of cheese. You know, I, I, uh, interesting fact about pizza and me that I know that the audience want, audience, audience wants to know. Dying to know. When I was a kid, I didn't like pizza. And when my mom would order pizza, because all kids love pizza. So all the, you know, the youth group parties and all the stuff that we would have, it would all be pizza. So the only way I liked pizza was to take all the toppings off of it. And just eat the crust and the sauce. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. I didn't I actually didn't like the cheese on pizza. I thought it was plasticky. Like the the texture that's was kind of plasticky. That's what makes it good. All right, Adam. There, uh, I, th- there was uh, something else. This is information that, of course, provided to us by our executive producer, Cyclone, each week. But uh, the, the, you found something interesting in this pile of stuff here. Yeah, I did. I don't remember what the story was. I should be more prepared, but I I do. I will tell you something. It had to do so with there was Sam a, Houston. Yeah. Elected. Okay. There was a story about Sam Houston and uh, maybe his birthday or something like that or whatever. I think he became. Anyway, what I didn't know is Texas was its own country for a while. I did not know that. I should because I went to school and I'm sure they must have taught that in school. But I did not know. I did not remember that Texas was its own country for a while, and Sam Houston was the president of Texas. It wasn't Sam, isn't Sam Houston a, an actor? I think he did a lot of stuff. <laughs> he was a senator. He was president of Texas. Probably fought in some of those wars. But anyway, did you know, Daniel, did you remember from school that Texas was its own country and had a president? I did not. That was not something that I knew. That blew my mind. I should. You would think I would remember something like that. Anyway, yeah. there you go. Uh, Adam, uh, I'm going to play you a theme song for a, okay. a movie that was the number one movie on September 5th of some year. Are you okay. ready? I'm ready. All right, here we go. Here's the, the theme song of the movie for you to guess. And where is the body? And where is the body? No, no clue. No clue. Yeah, do you not have the list in front of you? I don't. I was going to try to like, you know, I was going to try to really um, pick it out without okay, having it was, to listen It's from me, the but... 1995 number one movie of September 5th, uh, 1995. It starred, and I'll tell you who it starred, Patrick Swayze, Wesley Snipes, and John Leguizamo. Well, I mean, is it Tu Wong Fu? It absolutely is. It's Tu Wong Fu. Thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. That was the... Uh, the that was the, the opening You know, I don't really like that movie all that much. Oh, what, because you like Priscilla, Queen of the Desert better? Oh, you know what? No, no, no. That's it. I don't like Priscilla, Queen of the Desert all that much. Oh. I have not. I don't think I've seen Tu Wong Fu. 
to be honest. You should absolutely go and watch. I was getting it confused with Priscilla, and I don't really care for Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. I'm going to say that right now. That is not a good automotive reference, my dear. Uh, Let's see. Is there anything else in this pile of stuff that we wanted to do? Did you know, Adam, that bad moods are contagious? Well, I, you know, uh, before you say that, um, I I just want to say that we skipped over something. What did we skip over? That was a billboard hit. Well, yeah, um, that would have been easy. And, uh, no, because I just want to say we belong together. Mariah Carey, my favorite singer of all time, uh-huh. um, had a had a number one hit in two thousand five. Okay, around this time of year, <laughs> and we skipped that. So I just I just want to say that. Okay, but I'm only playing movie themes. I know. I know. I know. I just want to bring it up. Did you know, Adam, that bad moods are contagious? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, well, I don't think I knew that as a fact, but I would have guessed that. Well, according sure. to the Weekly Standard back in, uh, the, no, sorry, the Weekly World News back in uh, September of 1995, uh, dramatic new research proves it beyond a shadow of a doubt. Bad moods are caused by a germ and they're as contagious as what? colds. A germ? <laughs> To avoid catching one, you're well advised to stay away from people who've got the blues or to wash your hands thoroughly after contact with one. Look at this. They're they're like maybe, basically they're they're telling us about COVID nineteen back maybe in Maybe you could wear a mask. <laughs> back in <laughs> September of nineteen ninety five. Uh does it say anything about wearing masks? Uh, I, let's see. That's small text. I'm having trouble reading yeah. it. But uh unrelated, but related to masks. Uh, we stopped by a gas station because I needed to get a beverage and uh, and I didn't want to go to the grocery store. Anyway, long story too short. Uh, anyway, so this woman that worked at the gas station was wearing a mask, but she had cut holes for her nose and her mouth. <laughs> and I was like, what? That defeats the purpose. Adam, I think... What? I think you actually just saw a burglar. <laughs> no, she like she was wearing like one of those disposable, you know paper mask but she i don't know if it was so she could breathe better and maybe eat or something but i'm like no you i didn't say anything to her but i thought oh my gosh really you cut holes in your mask what are you doing you might because we have a right now it states requiring everyone to wear masks so but they don't say anything about cutting holes in them apparently uh adam um there's a man that spoke in front of the city council this week uh when where was this at uh lincoln City Council. I don't know where Lincoln City is. I don't know. This man wrote, have you, did you see this story, Adam? I don't think so. Well, here you go. Here's the, the man spoke in front of the city council. Here's what he has to say. This is about two minutes. But Are casual, throwing around names and words without even understanding their true meaning and treating things He's as, as though they're kids, normal. talking about the kids, the poor kids. I go into nice family restaurants and I see people throwing this name around and pretending as though everything is just fine. I'm talking about boneless chicken wings. I propose that we as a city remove the... Excuse me, I'm trying to... Yeah. Excuse me. Come on. I propose that we as a city remove the name Boneless Wings from our menus and from our hearts. These are our reasons why. Number one, nothing about boneless chicken wings actually come from the wing of a chicken. We would be disgusted if a butcher was mislabeling their cuts of meats, but then we go around and pretending as though the breast of the chicken is its wing. Number two... Boneless chicken wings are just chicken tenders, which are already boneless. I don't go to order boneless tacos. I don't go and order boneless club sandwiches. I don't ask for boneless auto repair. It's just what's expected. And then number three, we need to raise our children better. 
Our children are raised being afraid of having bones attached to their meat. That's where meat comes from. It grows on bones. We need to teach them that the wing of a chicken is from a chicken, and it's delicious. I propose that we rename boneless wings in the city of Lincoln. We can call them buffalo-style chicken tenders. We can call them wet tenders. We can call them saucy nugs or trash. We can take these steps and show the country that where we stand and that we understand that we've been living a lie for far too long. And we know it because we feel it in our bones. Thank you. Okay. He's either, oh, he's either like one, joking or one, he's just had a stroke. One guy, one what, guy clapping for him in the back what, there. I mean, it is kind of, I, I understand the point that like, well, I don't under, okay, wait a minute. I don't understand the point that we should raise our children better. I don't think it goes to that level, but I do understand the point. I mean, something I might rant about is like, you know, why do we call this boneless whatever on a, on a, you know, fart joke podcast. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, so that I don't, I don't understand why he's like saying, you know, that children should be raised better and all that crap that he was Well, saying. because we're, we're, he's but, saying that we're lying to our kids. We're basically calling these uh, boneless chicken wing and they're not a wing. We're, we're, we're telling them that something exists that's not a thing. I think we all know that. And it's just getting us, giving us a way to order a wing, uh, a, you know, a, a wing style you know, breaded piece of chicken. But it's but it's chicken. Like you said, there's already a name for that. It's chicken tenders. True. Yeah. True. I mean, but I don't think it's that important. I mean, uh, well, I you know, call him whatever you want. The man had a, a point. He had something he wanted to get off his chest, and uh, you know, he used the public forum to do it. I'm all for it. Uh, I. By the way, Bob Newhart turned 91 this week. Uh, well, this week. Congratulations, Bob Newhart. I, I love Bob Newhart. But uh, one of the, now I forgot what I was going to say, Adam. What was I going to say? Was it in relation to Big Gay Sex Show? <laughs> no, it was probably his <laughs> chicken nuggets. Something about chicken nuggets. I don't know. You know, there is there is one thing. We you know we have a history of chicken nuggets. Um, uh, and somebody wanted to to have sex with a man in exchange Change. for chicken McNuggets. Ah, we never could find that clip again. That <laughs> that was a clip we had on our very on on dubious intent, our old podcast, and then we lost it. We lost it years ago and never found it again. Yeah, I uh, it so yeah, it was for those of you who didn't listen to dubious intent, we. We used to read, you know, crazy news stories or whatever. And there was one about a woman who was having sex with a man in exchange for Chicken McNuggets. Yes. And there happened to be an audio clip that we found found because yeah, uh, yeah, some newscaster was reading it and they they did that newscaster voice just like, in exchange for Chicken, chicken McNuggets. McNuggets. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it was very, <laughs> very nightline. All right. Yeah. But I did want to talk about the big gay sex show, Adam, because on their most recent episode, they talked about us. Uh, they play a little game on there called Tops or Bottoms where they uh, they name two people and then they say whether they want to top or bottom them. Okay. Uh, here, I'll play the segment for you. Really okay. Here we go. Top or bottom. So basically, this is a segment where I give Ouija two names and I say, bitch, would you top or bottom for this one? And um, so I chose this time the founders of Pride 48, Daniel Brewer and Adam Burns. Okay. So bring Adam up here so you can remind you. Oh, yeah. Adam, I would totally top that bitch. Oh. I, I would trump that bitch. Would he be oh, doing a watermelon at top the time? That. <laughs> he could be doing whatever he needs to, but right. I'd be topping that bitch. Yeah. And Daniel, of course, I would have to, because I have to give mad props to Daniel for all that he's done. Uh-huh. I would have to Everyone go ahead and, and offer done. the whole. Yeah. Here's what I don't wait, get. Wait. For, yeah. for all that I've done? Uh, what have I done? I've not done anything, but also well, you, I think everyone knows it's just like I'm I'm primarily a bottom and you're primarily a top. So it's just like 
Ouija, dude. Come on. You, well, he may not know that. Well, no, I think we've done equal amounts of things. So uh, I, I'm offended that like he wants to, you know, display the whole to you because he thinks that, you know, well, you've did, done did all this stuff. Did it ever occur to you, Adam, that he's talking about things that I've done for the big gay sex show? Oh, have you? What have I've, you done for I've the big gay sex in, show? I've called in there before. Oh, okay. I've provided them with content before. Oh, lovely. Well, uh, everyone always assumes I'm a bottom, Daniel. That's, you know, that I I get that all the time. You exude there, that. Yeah, wait, there I think, are so many wait, tops think, out there. Yeah, this, that was only half of it. Come on, hold on we, we have to finish it out here. Because I, okay. I believe that there's a, a point where they talk about how hot I am. I, 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 you know, I just got to listen to that one again. Hold on. No, this is like a, Big Daddy Brewer. He is. And... Uh, I've always thought Daniel was fucking hot. Yeah, see, see. Um, so for me, with these two though, I would top the fuck out of Daniel. Just run, Daniel, run. Just nailed that bitch. Never understood that expression. Top the fuck out of you. It's just like, well, I guess you got some fuck in you. I'm going to get it out. Top the fuck out of you. It's like I'm going to top so well. I'm just going to top the fuck out. Yeah, I would. I would totally nail Daniel, and then I would let Adam Adam top if I were going to bottom. Well, there you go, Adam. You could. You can just so I could look up into that beautiful face and say hey, is that all you got um but have you ever watched the, the <laughs> videos of uh, adam in the tub in the bathtub yeah wait Not, what are these no. mm, i make sure that you see those because right. they are worth it what what videos in the what what videos in the tub are they talking about here adam what, what is that all you got is that what you're gonna say <laughs> that's what he's gonna say that's... he's gonna say is that all you got but oh i'm but, so offended what I, videos know, like a... what videos in the tub are these well they're I it's, feel like maybe we should post them on our new subscription oh, uh, right. podcast. <laughs> it would be disingenuous. It would like I like that was a long time ago. I you know, I mean, it's I'm the same person. You know, but world. don't you but don't you uh isn't there something that like we lose so many skin cells over the course of a day, a week, a month, a year that by after a certain amount of time we're like a completely new person. So I'm probably like a completely new person than I was when when this happened. That watermelon same, wouldn't even remember you. Around the same time that the the fruit, mm-hmm. you know, stuff came out, there were some other <laughs> no, ones no that came out as well. The no the uh, the uh you know the it was just a it was a sequel and uh yeah they're they exist in similar locations a seed quill as it were adam uh that, that was uh that's kind of it i think that's our show this week i think i think that makes that makes that makes a show i think it does you can just wrap it up and uh put a nice little bow on it. i was i was looking as at the, you should you know do any actually you're you know this is absolutely why you should buy this mixer adam it's like it not only remains lit up on the uh, digital recorder so i know how long we've been recording but it shows me how long this clip has left in it so and oh, how nice. much space my uh, sd card has so will it like time you down and like start bl- flashing if we get too close to the end like hurry hurry danger danger approaching end of show you know what if you know any of our three mystery clips make sure you go to our voicemail section that's voicemail.mixminuspodcast.com go there on your smartphone you can just start talking uh and tell us what the uh the clips were from what show they were from and what they were talking about send us an email contact at mixminuspodcast.com and we will talk to you next week uh i'll give you a point even if you just know what it's from so uh i mean Daniel's going to be difficult about it. Adam is the easy one. Exactly. (laughs) Only in the bathtub. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find all the best shows under the rainbow at 
Pride48.com.